Running my race, running my race till I'm one of the all-time greats. Skate, running my race, running my race till I'm one of the all-time greats. Welcome back, everyone, to another episode of Paradisos, where if you change your thoughts, you can change the world. That is right. That is right. My name is Dennis, for those of you who don't know who are new. And if you are new, welcome. This is the Paradisos podcast. Uh, Today, I have a very special guest, a very special friend. One of my day ones, one of my home dogs. Um, I'm in his studio right now. Um, Yeah, I mean, Brian Jimenez. Everyone, please welcome Brian Jimenez. Yo, yo. That's good. Yeah, I mean, Brian, uh, before we get into any of the stuff we're about to talk about today, uh, tell us a little bit about about Brian Jimenez, who Brian Jimenez is, what is uh, Brian Jimenez made of? Tell us a little bit about yourself. What's up, everyone? I'm Brian Jimenez. I'm um, I'm from the Dominican Republic. I'm a designer. Um, it's coming up. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. <laughs> All right. Um. Uh, so yeah, I mean, nice and simple, short and sweet. So Brian Jimenez, like he said, he is a designer. Um, before we get into what uh Brian Jimenez, his designer brand is all of uh tell us how you got inspired how you got into all of this did did you think you was going to become a designer that's traveling the world showcasing his pieces you know across the globe um did did, did was this in your quote-unquote itinerary growing up did you think this was going to be what it is now nah not at all man like even though like it's not as big as like as I want it to be, yeah, it's it's still beyond like what I thought this could be. You know, like I, I didn't think that this could be like in Japan or anything like that, or just like where it's about to go next. What well, what inspired you? What what was the 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 thing that drove you to become who you are and what you do? Um, it was like I I guess I always had the the artistic like that artistic spirit inside of me um because like my first like experience with art was like graffiti um when i was in the Dominican republic my mom like sent me like a game like she used to live here in the u.s already and you know how like parents like sent like shit yeah, to, like, yeah kids back kids. home and yeah stuff. so like i got like a like a playstation and shit and my mom like got me this graffiti game get up um from Mark echo um and that just like I really like I really fell in tune with that game and I was I was just on it and you then, connected with it really quick. Yeah, yeah. Um and then like when I got here to New York when I when I moved here, I was like, Oh shit, it's like this is really how it is. Like you see graffiti on the trains and all that. And I just kinda got focused on that and I was like, Alright, I'm gonna do that. And as I started getting into it, like I wasn't even deep into it. Like I was like you was just scratching the surface. Yeah, like not even. I was just like, you I was just an admirer. Was, yeah, <laughs> something <laughs> like that. I wasn't even like scratching the surface yet. I was like still on markers and shit. No, no actual cans and none of that. And one day, I like, I, I, I try to go big and shit, like with a, like a fat marker. These like these big markers that like drip when you like when you draw on yeah, them. Yeah, yeah. 
and I I got a, I I a cop saw me doing doing it and I got arrested. Whoa. And 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 sorry. After that, like I was like, yeah, I need to like change this because like, I didn't like that. It's, that was just like a weird experience. Yeah. Like my whole family was just, like against me and shit just for that. And then um, it was just like a weird timing. But then like after that, I I started learning a lot of things about like art and like how to use it in like the right way because like um, instead of like instead of actually putting me in jail like the the probation mm-hmm. they had a program for like um people that got that got arrested for graffiti and it was like this guy the instructor was this 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 old graffiti artist from the 80s mm-hmm. and he was just teaching us like the values of it and and how to use it in like a profitable way a profitable way. way yeah and so like every six months like this guy he would have us like do like a like a like a show and he would invite like his graffiti friends and they will buy like artwork, like me and like the the other kids that got arrested for graffiti. Um, so it was it was a it was a very very, um, that was that was like a very important experience for like for me to like, for me to understand like art and like how to do it in a in a in a way where it's like it doesn't affect like anybody else. You know, it could just like be good. Right. Um. But. Where did, where did fashion come in? When when did fashion come into Yeah, into so like I don't know, like after time, like I started just like like the 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 thing with graffiti kind of started fading away and I just like started like linking up with people that were like like into clothes in high school and shit like but it was so rare because like um it was more like the hood clothes, like yeah. true religion, true religion and shit like that. But these people kind of have these people had a sense of style, and like I just like started being around them in high school. This is like t- towards my senior year, and um, um, what else? It was more. It was all like uh, true religion jeans, Jordans, yeah, real like hats, that, shit like that. But that was considered fly. Yeah, that was yeah. considered fly. Yeah, and, like, and that was their sense of style, their yeah. sense of like portraying themselves to the world. Yeah, for sure. Um, so so what what did that mean to you being able? Even though you consider that stuff like hood clothes and stuff like that, which is fine. <laughs> why? What What did them being able to confidently dress the way they did do for you? Like, how did that affect you being able to, like, dress how you want and feel comfortable in what you're wearing? I actually never thought of that. But honestly, I, I feel like I was always, like, conscious about what I wore in, until now. Like, until, like, these days. Like, now I'm just, like... If I make something and I like it, I'm just like gonna do it. Like I'm just gonna wear it, like regarding like how people look at it. Right. Um, but like honestly, like I feel like that's the most the the most weirdest stuff. It's like the truest things to me, like the closest things to me. Cause like when I did the comeback show, the back right, like I got some weird stares from that. Like like the first time me wearing it out, like. I got some really weird stares and I'm like, oh shit, like this shit's like, this shit, I don't think people seen this before. <laughs> it was new to everyone. Yeah, cause like, I really, I got some stares and like with that, when that with that bucket hat, I still get some, I get some stares. That's how I know it's like, it's, it's different. like, it's fire. It's like, yeah. oh shit, this is it. It's like, 
if I don't get those stairs, and I'm like, I might, I might be doing something too, too regular. Yeah. Too so what? Wait, can, wait, I'm not. Oh, okay, go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. With the high school shit. So yeah, high school, and then one of those people is to like have on Insta- on on Facebook. Um, and one night they they like put that they were going to FIT. And I like I I didn't know anything about FIT, so like I was I started doing research on it that same night, and that's when I knew I was like okay like I, this this is where I'm going. This is cool that I'm going. I just felt it like it, I was just reading it. And this is before like making any clothes or like picking up a yeah, sewing machine or anything. Literally, like I literally was like on the computer reading like the requirements for the portfolio, and I'm like nah, this is what I'm doing. This is where I'm going because I didn't know like. You could actually go to like school for like design, like yeah, yeah. that. Just like I don't know. I I guess I just it like, sparked your curiosity even more. Yeah, yeah, for sure. I mean, coming from where I, from where I come from, like that's unheard of. Like DR, like right. You don't you don't you don't think of shit like that, shit possibilities like that. Like shit, I could go to school and become a designer, become a creative person. Yeah, and 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 base and basically in our culture it's not really taught to like oh um designers make good money you yeah know, go facts. to school to make a designer or so. like designers are like not gay right right so you know, you know like, not in our culture in the dominican culture it's not really well known to to have someone in your family who's a designer and everyone in the families be so proud of for sure so like this another thing is it's like this is how i knew that i wanted to do it so like I say, like about like self conscious, like mm-hmm. before I was so self conscious, like oh my god, like I would say something and like if no one would have like said something back, like I would have felt like damn, like like nobody heard me. Yeah, I said something yeah. wrong or some shit. But like when I told this, when I told my mom, like yo, I'm gonna be a designer, like I was already ready for it. Like I was like, okay, like what did you expect her reaction would be? I I don't I didn't know how she was gonna take it. I didn't know, she had, but I I I told myself that I was not gonna like hold back, that yeah. I was not gonna feel bad for saying it, yeah. and that I was gonna do it. Yeah. And like I said it to her, and like she just stood quiet, and I was like, alright. But then like that's how I knew because I, it didn't affect me. That was like the first thing that like I said to somebody, and like they kind of like I knew that they felt some type of way, but like. I it didn't, didn't bother you that they it felt didn't that way. Bother me. So that was like your first step of overcoming that sort of self consciousness of like, damn, no one like really cares yeah, about what yeah, I'm doing. Yeah, for sure. Like that was like that's that was when I knew I was like, yeah, I, I really want to do this. Cause like before, like, yeah, like I said, like I was just like really self conscious, and like if my mom or like anybody that I look up to didn't like agree approve. with something, yeah, approve pretty much. Like I just wouldn't do it. But with this, it was like. It was the opposite. It just it just made you come out of like your shell and sort of like again, you it, it helped you overcome that that sort of Yeah, I mean that that's how I see this whole fashion thing. Like if it wasn't for me doing this, like I'd still wouldn't be like like my brain capacity wouldn't be where it's at now. Like not to say like I'm like super smart or anything like that, but I'm like but where I'm at now mentally is definitely not like where I was at a year ago or like two years ago you know like there's just so many challenges that come with like doing this and like 
just like what where I want to take things, you know, it's just like, and you you gotta gotta bring out your full potential, cause like there there's not when you're starting out, there's not like in so much money or like right. so many so many people that you can just like reach out. To. So a lot of things you gotta like do yourself. So you gotta hustle and you gotta grind. Pretty much, it's like living in the jungle type shit. You gotta survive. So that's like a weak reference, but <laughs> no, no, it's true. I mean, it's it's pretty accurate. So, um, when when you were first starting out, when you were first um uh, getting into this fashion thing, um, like you said that mentally you're you're at a different state and you're you're not yeah. Of course, you're smarter, but you're you're at a higher level mentally. Yeah. Is there ever a time where? You have to like step back and sometimes you like you feel mentally drained or overwhelmed and if so how do you like like sort of like step back and be like damn i, I need to like chill what, what is it that you do to sort of like keep you in line keep you in control keep you like settled and not like overwhelm yourself yeah i i meditate every morning like i've noticed how like how important that is because um at time like i didn't know how important that was until like one day that i was just like out and like i said I, like i'm very like like or naturally i'm very self-conscious so yeah. like um when i didn't met when this one day i didn't meditate and like my thoughts were just like all over the place mm-hmm. like Going a million miles a minute yeah and i noticed that and i'm like oh shit like this this is not me when i meditate i gotta really take it serious so ever since then i just been like really focusing on it because like there are more when i meditate my thoughts are more focused on what i on what i want to think about and that's mainly like the clothes and like the next thing so how how important is meditate meditation to you when it comes to goal setting and trying to achieve something i i don't i don't i don't really like i never thought about that actually like goal setting is just more like I need to do it. <laughs> That's it. So it's more like I want to do this, and I'm gonna do it right now. Well, not right. A lot of times, a lot of times, not right now. But it's like I, I, I look at a, I, I look, I set a plan of like steps. Like, okay, what, what's gonna take me yeah. to get there? So in other words, you've been, you've been goal planning and goal setting your whole life. You just haven't noticed that it's actually goal setting. Because whenever you want to do something, it's like, all right, I want to do this. Uh, I'm going to do this to get it. Like with I want to set it by this time. And Yeah, like with the stores and shit. I mean, like, I remember, like, like hitting you up and being like, yo, bro, let's go to Oak. And, like, let's, like, show them my, my lookbook and right. shit. But this is, like, before, like, niggas got conceptual and, like, it really got to, like, the next level. Um, but... Like, I remember doing that and, like, that not working. So I was like, I right, like, what needs to happen? Like, and then I just, like, thought, it, okay, I need a piece that people are going to see and that people are going to, like, um, that people are going to, like, connect with me and nobody else. And that's when the comeback show that I came in. And then I was like, okay, now I got the, I got sort of, I got some attention. Like, let's do the collection. Like, let's try to get this into stores. And then that happened. It just like happened. Like so. Know. So basically, your way of over overcoming rejection was to create something that doesn't exist to basically get noticed. Yeah, I mean that that's always my motto. Like 
I, I I am very hard on myself like with that with creating something that doesn't exist like um that's like my main focus and like a lot of times I get stuck on like on things because I'm like nah like I've seen this before yeah I've seen this before or like it reminds me of anything or it reminds me of something and like yeah that's like that's my main motto just like at least I try I try to do that in everything that I do at least like, at least I try you know create something new yeah so can you remember the first piece you've ever made on your own yeah I mean that it was like a t-shirt where like a polyester tee it wasn't even stretchy it was like legit like curtain like fabric and I and it had like two gold zippers like on the chest side on the on the chest like I like zippers a lot yeah yeah um it i thought your weak. i thought your first piece was the the jersey with the painting in the middle that was one of those that was like a whole series like i used to make this like the night before going to church and shit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah like used to like kind of flex yeah but, so <clears throat> so your inspiration nowadays well what is it like when you when you leave your home or wherever you are what is it that you're looking for to be inspired by where like i've noticed that like inspiration is like everywhere and like you could get inspired from anything well from the shoulder back like that told me that because like the way that came about it was like it was just like i'm very inspired by i'm very inspired by by what i wear what i wear is usually what ends up being in my collection and like what i end up what i end up making um but i also try to look at other things like outside life things because those could be things that i could add to the clothing just to make it stand out and like um be more like out there um yeah so your your first collection that you ever you ever made uh phase one if i'm if yeah I'm, yeah if I'm nobody's correct. seen that <laughs> yeah so <laughs> what what did phase one of brian jimenez your very first collection the full collection that you made what did that do for the rest of your sort of fashion career that you're in right now what did that do for everything else it just told me that i could do it like i wouldn't say it did anything design wise i mean it was just like a, a step that i had to like climb overcome yeah i had to climb that step <laughs> just to get to to where i'm at but it just told me that okay i could do this like i could really like make clothes and like shoot it because like for that shoot i was like yo like not even a big designer like what the fuck i'm doing a lookbook for like you know but then like i did it and that was that was that was that lesson it was like okay i I could do do this let me just like continue so uh talk to us about japan what's japan all about people need to hear like what japan is about start from the beginning i don't want no shortcuts what's japan (laughs) about how did that how did that come to be that's the entry level that's that's level number zero <laughs> show me um so how did that how did that come to be so i did the show and a friend of mine's um works with a showroom and he he introduced me to her and to it's who? to who it's a well it's a showroom it's, it's it's called kai showroom it's very small it's, it's coming up in japan nah it's, it's, it's here in, in the u.s okay um it's coming up and I spoke to them and I told them I wanted to get into stores. I mean, they like the collection. Um, 
and they introduced me to, to buyers i mean i didn't think it would like i was mad skeptical about it because like i was like damn like this is not sure like because like all they did was just like introduce me to the stores like it was not like they were gonna help you do along the whole way and shit yeah i mean that that's already like that's already enough help like right, introducing right. me to the stores because it's like if the stores like it they buy it you know but that's that's how it goes um but and they did like they were really like on it actually they really liked it yeah they really they really did um i wasn't expecting that kind of like response but that was very that was very that was very um that felt very good that they did um and yeah i just got the orders and stuff like it so was, like, what, what stores i mean what stores are in the what stores like them so they, um we showed into like a, a number of stores that saw them like big. all in japan yeah and also here like in the, in the u.s we saw it showed it to them they they thought it was cool but in this like in business like with fashion they kind of want to see how long like how long you last because like so many people come in and go out like yeah, yeah. we're not we're not coming out like yeah i don't know what we're they, coming they, in and we're staying in for sure but um basically basically a, a, a few of them were like okay like this is you, you're very talented but like let's like let's see what you do in a season or two um so they 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 wait we they so wait what did the, what was the first pieces that they saw they saw the whole collection which like, ones like these right now forces oh yeah okay. everything forces not them before okay. that yeah um but gray that's like one of the the bigger stores in japan that's kind of like uh if you compare it to like like a u.s store that's kind of like uh um let me see like raw nah what do you mean by raw raw the the pharrell brand nah that that, that that's a brand i'm saying like boutique oh if you could compare sort it to like a boutique, oak oak nah oak is weak sorry oak. <laughs> <laughs> i mean everybody knows it's yeah, just, yeah, it, yeah. it had its time yeah, it had its yeah, time yeah, but yeah. now it's just like it's not where it's at yeah um let's just say it's a it's a big store it's a well-known boutique in in japan yeah where it's like a totokayo but like not with the same look okay not the same look but so they level got, wise like like no no notability is that you yeah, say yeah, like yeah. they know yeah they yeah, know yeah yeah known in, in that same kind of level and they were the first ones to say yeah to you yeah and then the second one is called idea idea by sosu that one's all by the soloist that's like a, a famous japanese designer um yeah that they they're both very respected like i didn't i honestly like idea like even though it's like sm smaller than gray it's actually very very respected compared to like gray because like gray is like big so it's like you would expect that respect right, from right, them right. but like idea is when i went there people really like look up to it and uh so they said yes what was the next step um they say yes um and then i started producing like i made all those pieces myself like that's why that's why i be so off like the gram and stuff like because like you know like i basically just like produce like the orders that they place and was also working on like new stuff and shit so it was just like i don't like to post just like sloppy shit so you're very selective about yeah, it yeah so for me i have to like really think and like okay what's this feel about like 
and with like even the stories like it's all like a feel and shit so yeah i mean <clears throat> so you're basically making everything yourself making the patterns cutting the fabric sewing everything yourself yeah and fulfilling all the orders it took me like let me see i started started producing and um officially produce i got the orders in like october started f fully producing in november shipped in january to both stores yeah <clears throat> how many pieces for each store did you did you have to ship um in total it was like 40 pieces in total yeah between everyone so how how did you come about actually going to japan oh i mean i was like shit i need to go there like my shit's in stores now and like i wanted to like meet the people and see how's the market there and how how are their stores how are they how are they um showcasing my stuff and I, I, bu I booked a flight and I went. Just like that? Yeah. Living the dream. So it, was, it was really like, it was really cool being there because like, it wasn't, it wasn't as hard with the language. Like a lot of people knew English. Like a lot of like the people that I, that in fashion yeah. know a little bit of English. So it, it wasn't uncomfortable to right. like. It was, there wasn't a, a language barrier. It wasn't as much. Like every time <clears throat> I went to restaurants, probably, but like when I was with people, that that are in fashion it wasn't it wasn't that bad so <clears throat> and it's pretty easy to get around like yeah it felt like new york a little bit the trains are always on time like they fast so how 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 was it being in sort of that ambiance of J japanese fashion that that fashion world because it's really big out there the same way it's big out yeah here. so how was it experience that compared to what you're used to back here yo there's like everybody is like style bro everybody has style it's like um i think it's just some i think it's part of like who you are as a person there if you from there like you're gonna you're gonna like you you have kind of like your own like silhouettes at least like the older people like they they like the silhouettes were crazy the colors like the styling that they it's like people do. there weren't even even at a young age they weren't afraid to show who they really were as far as you know their clothes yeah stuff. i mean that's how it looks but i don't know like in d like like in depth you know yeah like but from like an outsider point of view it's like they know how to like wear their clothes yeah they know they know that no matter what they're wearing they're gonna it's this gonna they're gonna pull it off for sure so what, what and I, and I think that they they know very they uh, japanese know what what works for them individually right because like everything that i saw like it looked good on like the person that was wearing it it looked good even yo even the uniforms bro like the work where people like people working on the streets like it, for them and it, it might not be fly but like you thought for us like seeing things like that like it's like damn they really put they really put thought into like what they wear here so what 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 did that what did that what did that tell you what what does that tell you that you know even people who work on the street really put thought into what they wear they, they have that sort of self-respect within them what, what does that tell like what does that do for you um it just told me that i mean i already knew this but like it was just like reassuring like, to see it. reassuring that like your clothes are more than just clothes the clothes are just more than just to look good this is a fabric you know so it's so deeper so much deeper than that. so um when you 
when you first met these people who had the clothes, what was you know? What do you how, mean by that? The people that 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 have the clothes in their stores in Japan, like what? How did that interaction go? Pe- people like other designers. No, like no, no. The people, the the store the owners. Oh, the buyers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. How did that? How did that reaction go? Was it as? It expected? went really well. I mean, I was I was in the showroom and I was like, like, because like a showroom is just like a like a, it's like a, it's like a like uh pieces on display and stuff yeah yeah like collections on display from different brands different designers and i was just there like until they came to me like i was just like quiet they thought i was a model and shit (laughs) yeah they didn't even think i was a designer um but when they came to us so wait the people who had the clothes the 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 people who had the buyers buyers who Mm -hmm. had your clothes in their store didn't even know that you was the designer yeah but it's like when they met me it's like when i first like met them so they already had your clothes in the store, no, though. Oh, they didn't. This is, in, this is in in September. Oh, so you went to Japan in September before getting them. The no, clothes. I went to Japan because they came here. Oh, so you met them here. Yes. Oh, okay. Because like what they do is like they go around the world, like they go they go Looking for they design. go to shows. Yeah, yeah. And they see what they want to buy. Oh. Because like they have like big brands yeah, in the yeah, stores. Yeah, like yeah. Gray has like Balenciaga. Yeah. All those like big big brands. Yeah. So they go to like fashion shows like he was just in paris and shit like london and like, i think he's coming to new york maybe like in september or, like whenever fashion week is here um but yeah when they first came here last september like and they and we were at the showroom and i was like ready to like explain them my collection like they didn't think i was like before they came to, to, to talk to me i was just like they're chilling and they thought i was a model they didn't think I was like a designer, but I showed it to them and then they really liked it. I was like, "Oh shit! Like he's really gonna come up." <laughs> like when he like started pulling like the paints to the side and shit. I was like, "Damn!" Like I, I, it was really surreal, you know? Cause like I always wanted to like be in a store. Like that, that's that and was, the fact that, that was one of that was one of my big goals. Big accomplishment. Well, yeah, milestone still. in your in your career. And, sure. and the fact that it, you know, your first time in a store wasn't even the United, the United States. It was in yeah, a, that whole was, another country. That that was like that was that was OD. Like, like did you ever expect that? Nah, so soon, anyways. Not at all, because I didn't know the market. I was just like, I was mostly going for what looked good, <laughs> and like Totokaya's fire, of course, and like Dover Street. But like, there's just like a. There's an actual market for what you're creating. Yeah, there is. And there's also, like, there's a lot of pitfalls in the market that, like, if you don't know about them, that you could get fucked over. And, like, Japan doesn't have those. So I just decided to go with that, with Japan first. Um, Do you think that you just, you 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 entered the, the game, quote-unquote, as far as the fashion industry and that marketplace in Japan just at the right time? Since what, since what you're creating is... It's such a high market for you yeah. got in just at the right time. I think so. I mean, everybody keeps telling, keeps saying like, yo, Japan is like where it's at. So I guess, I mean, I don't know. Let's see what time says. So what's, what's in the future? What I know, I don't know if you've thought ahead five years, but, uh, yeah, what, have, what, what's in the future in store for, for Brian Jimenez brand? Um, basically just like getting better. Um, cause I'm, I'm still like, I look back at my last collection. I'm like, damn, I could have done this. I could have done that. Yeah. Um, so I'm implementing on that, on my new collection now. Um, 
but just getting more in, in tune with my work honestly just like um figuring out what works for me best and like creating like an actual like silhouette like i want to create something that's just like brian jimenez true brian jimenez right, and right. nothing else um, sort of like what we spoke about a few years like you wanted sort of like not a uniform per se but a sort of like a staple piece that when people see it all oh, that was brian jimenez that one that staple brand like yeah. everything like silhouettes colors like details you know like everything is just like specific you know i mean i think i think i think that's the the focus right now that has always been the focus because like if you look at like my phase one like my first collection you could like see things that i use there that i'm still using yeah, right, right right you know that you still incorporate now yeah like the snaps so that, that has been a part of me like the hardware that has been a part of me for ever since i started um, do you think you found your staple your I don't know if it's a word but just stapleness like what you're made of or you still haven't found it yet I don't think I have you know I think I think I have an idea for it a more clear idea but I don't think it's still there you know so you're still looking for it still it's gonna come to you though of course I'm not stopping so so you said that when you look back at your previous collection you you were you you tell you say you're you tell yourself man i wish i could have done this i wish i could have done that are you usually when you look back at your previous collections are you usually saying that to yourself yeah and, and okay so you are right so mm -hmm. do you see that as sort of like a bad thing where you're never sort of satisfied with what you're creating and if so do you think that that's a bad thing for the future because you're always going to be creating but you're never going to be satisfied with what you're creating no i don't think that it's bad because like i'm satisfied with like what i'm working on now and like i know like what i'm doing just like one thing that i'm doing just to keep me on my just to keep me looking at like what i can do better even what i'm what i'm creating is what i'm what i'm creating is it's like looking at my references constantly and like looking at like the things that made me think of like what i'm working on now just so like i don't miss as much as many things you right. know because like i could be sad i'm satisfied with what i'm doing now but like with like the new collection not like with actual like right, right. yeah like outcomes and stuff um but like when when i do it when i put it out it's gonna be a different feeling i'm gonna look at it with a different eye and I'm gonna like be be at a higher like state like you know at a it's gonna be at a at a different level. So of course like I'm gonna like know more things that I didn't know in the past. So I, I don't I, that I don't really I don't really like I don't really like let that like get you down. You don't yeah, let it affect you. Not as much. So you your previous collection forces you had this uh, showroom in manhattan that was your your first official like showroom am yeah, I correct yeah, so yeah. well what did you what did you learn from from that that event that sort of showroom where you had people lining up around the block coming to oh no that was the show that the oh, showroom the show. was like with the buyers oh okay okay so the show the actual show where yeah. you showcased your pieces uh -huh. to the world and Pretty you had much. people lining up across the sh around the block what what was that like what did you learn from that event that day I so um I didn't think it was gonna be that big like I remember like posting it on, on Instagram like <laughs> I remember like I, it was around this time actually like it's June 22 right now 
um i remember someone hitting me hit, hitting me up and being like yo you haven't posted anything about your show what the fuck <laughs> i'm like all right i got it like i'm gonna do this and then like i just like started posting the, i just st- started posting like little things and then like a week before i was like all right i'm having a show next week pull up <laughs> and then i didn't think like it was gonna be that Did crazy you have the venue at that time yeah i mean i had the venue since like april like i knew I knew this was gonna happen, you just didn't know but when. I didn't think. Nah, I knew when. Uh-huh. I knew when. I just didn't know it was gonna be as big as it was. Um, so I I posted it, like released the RSVP link, and a lot of people didn't like RSVP like first week. I mean, I got like a few, maybe like twenty. Now it's like, yeah, nobody coming to this shit. <laughs> nobody coming to this shit. But then like some big people started RSVPing, and I was like, oh shit, like they looking. So that was like that was fire um um but then like closer to it i was like ah you know what i'm gonna just like stop thinking about people and i was just like do my thing you know got focused finished the clothes and got everything set up and then the day off like there's there i have i have somebody like kind of like a like a like a project manager things like he like he always comes with me to my to the shoots and like he was with it he was with us that he was with us that day of the of the of the show and he was like yo like let's like organize like how are we gonna have the models because you're gonna have the whole street packed and i'm like bro what like <laughs> i don't know about that but like <laughs> let's see and then like it, it really did like it, it happened like that like Bro, it was crazy. Like when I when I showed up, I was like, "Yo, I'm not waiting in this line. I'm day one priority. I'm going to the front." And then I saw you inside. It, it was packed. It was hot as hell, but it was fire. Yeah, were. And then you and then like in a, in a, like I forget when, but in one moment, you like told everybody to get out. You brought the models to the street, and you literally shut down the street for like. 15 minutes bro and yeah, like was everybody was like on the streets you had cameras going everywhere you had the models just standing in the middle of the street stopping traffic what was that feeling like yo it, it felt really crazy i was like damn like people really be listening when i talk what the fuck like i don't even talk that much and like <laughs> like at all these people like here like that was that was like that was also like a re- reassurance that like okay like I have a bigger voice than I think I do, you know. What 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 did you what did you learn? What would you have done differently for that night? Did you have done the anything? clothes and maybe the presentation, but I think I think that the event that 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 the location was good. Um, the people I had was good, like, um, because it was like all my friends, like right. you know, like models, um. But close, maybe. And then, like, the presentation, I would have done, like, a little bit neater. Okay. So, yeah. so let's talk a, a little more generalized as far as fashion. What, why, why do you think fashion and the fashion industry is, is so important in regards to, like, I don't know, people overcoming a fear or, or people overcoming that sort of, like, self-consciousness that you had? Why do you think that, that fashion plays a big part in that? Alright, I, I I'm gonna talk about my like my own perspective mm-hmm. on that. But um basically for me, like fashion is like that like that thing that like like I said earlier, like 
I have to channel like my energy in so many like in my 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 intellect in so many different directions that it's just like nature for me to like become like um become more um how do I say sort of like in tune not I don't know I don't know if that's the word like I was telling this to my mom the other day I was like yo I'm like proud I'm so proud to, I'm so proud to be doing this because like I, I would I would not be so self-developed if I wasn't doing this like I wouldn't be I wouldn't be pushing myself I wouldn't be telling myself to stop being scared I wouldn't be fucking doing things outside the box I wouldn't be talking to the people that I'm I'm trying to talk to, you know, trying to reach out to. Um, I wouldn't be meeting the people that I'm meeting, you know. So it's like being being in this like being in, in, in being in fashion for me it's like it's like that that it's that push that I get, like, okay, like I have to do this and I'm gonna just do it. It's like if I wasn't doing this I I, I wouldn't be I wouldn't be pushing myself. I wouldn't be. I would just be like, you know, just some regular old guy. Yeah, yeah. I would just be living life, but like, not really living life. Cause like, there's so much to like. There's so much inside of us that we don't even like know. Like that's. I tell I tell this to myself every time. Like I get caught up on, on some like bullshit and shit. Mm-hmm. It's like, yo, bro. You, there's so much like, inside of me. There's so much inside of everyone you know that we don't even know about so it's like bringing all of that out i feel like fashion is like the how do you say this thing when it's like it's like the the actual like damn the i know what you mean it's sort of like the sort of like that's my window Mm. that's like the window that i use to like get myself to where I want to get. That's the tool yeah. you use to sort of like like basically help you become the better person, a better person than yeah, who you were. Yeah, for sure, for sure. Because I think it's like, I think it's deeper than just like, like close, you know. I think it's like, it's actually like a, a personal journey and like a personal um, discovery, self-discovery, self-discovery journey. I think that fashion adds to the self-discovery journey. Mm. Mm. <laughs> mm. Did you hear that? Did you hear that right now? At uh, least for me. So yeah. did, did you are nowhere <clears throat> near coming to the end of your career. I mean, you're barely yeah. scratching the surface. Um, would you would you be able to say that you sort of had like a mentor throughout this sort of sort of walk in this fashion industry in your in your business in your brand have you had someone that you can like yo you know you, I, I can i need to go i need to talk to you what can i do what should i do yeah i have many people actually like being at fit i i have professors that i can like talk to and that are like open-minded about like people having their brands and shit because like mo- most like professors in fit they, they kind of don't don't care about that but I, I i've been lucky to have a few open-minded professors anyone in particular that that comes to mind that really sort of 
even though you didn't need pushing because fashion itself sort of pushed you to that next level but anyone mm-hmm. that anyone specifically that comes to mind that's sort of like always nudged you in the right direction my mom <laughs> yeah like if i it, honestly like if, if i didn't have my mom i don't know if i'll be here so i mean i mean that goes for everyone i mean my mom as well every every you know who, for whoever who has who's lucky enough to have their mom in mm-hmm. their life and to understand that you know our moms is our biggest inspiration for and sure. our, our biggest sort of foundation our rock to be able to like sustain us to become men who we should be where it, i mean it's 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 a blessing for sure so i want to read you this um this quote and i want to i want to know what your reaction you know what what this quote means to you where and every time i see it and I, I i think of like damn my boy brian bro it's like the the epitome of this quote and it yeah. says six months of focus and hard work can put you five years ahead in life don't us don't underestimate the power of consistency and desire uh, I, I read that before what well, what that has pushed me what is that what is when you hear that what, what does that mean to you you know what Putting five work, five months of hard work puts you five years ahead of life. What what does that mean to you when you hear stuff? When you hear that, I mean it's pretty crazy because like I don't look at it like that when I'm like in it, when I'm in the moment. But then like once the six months are over, and then you see what you've done, it's like damn, like it's like shit. I didn't think I could do that. Like I didn't think I could do that much, and then like it happens. So what's the one factor? You know, in those six months that you work so hard and, you know, every six months, every five months, whatever. And you look back and you're like, whoa, I did so much in so little time. What's what do you think is that one factor that that helped you put so much work in in so little time? Focus and like not being where you are, not being not being where you want to be. The, um, discontent with with um, with with comfort with comfort discontent with comfort with where you are right now where yeah but also like a lot of a lot of a lot of times it comes from discomfort <laughs> like right now i'm feeling a lot of discomfort like because i'm like damn i'm not where i want to be like i need to push like you know so sort of that that you know that driving force is that hunger to want more yeah for sure are you ever do you think you're ever gonna reach a point where like you you've you've got it all as far as and not money or riches or, or or fortune or anything like that or fame, but do you think that there'll ever be a time where you've sort of reached your limit as far as wanting what you want out of fashion? I don't know. That's the thing, like, cause like I look at what I want as so far away and as like so unreachable, and then like, but deep down deep down i know i know it's gonna happen um so it's like i don't know i ask i ask my i ask myself that a lot a lot actually like yo when i get that like would i be satisfied would like would that make me like be like i like i i made it to a point where i wanted to you know because like i wanted to be in a store and like now i am but i'm like nah like i want more i haven't done anything bro <laughs> that's crazy and 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 it's it, and it goes back to that quote it's like you think 
things are so unreachable and so far mm-hmm. away from achieving them that goal that you want to wanting to achieve but you putting work so for so long you know so consistently so focused you're reaching your goals at such a faster pace for sure and it's like and I, I, I see it like as a bad thing and a good thing the fact that you're reaching your goals so much it's like all right damn now I gotta now I gotta think of a new goal it's like you working so hard and staying so focused you're reach you're 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 reaching two-year goals in six months and it's like damn now I gotta think of something new to do but it's but it's that you know that's the bad thing as far as okay now I gotta think of something else to do but it's also good because it's just like you're never stop you're never stopping it's 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 all right now on to the next thing now True. i'm on to the next thing now i'm on to meet new people now i'm on to do bigger things i mean like what, what's the point of stopping right i mean uh, i think life will be boring if like if we weren't pushing ourselves if we wouldn't like if we were if i at least for me like if i was not pushing myself anymore like life life is gonna be boring as fuck so what you know to close things out i mean it's been an amazing podcast so far and i hope you guys are enjoying um and i doubt you've had to deal with this because you're still hungry and you're still passionate about what you do any advice for someone who loves what they do they're passionate but just aren't as hungry what would you say to them you know they're just they're passionate they love what they do you know they, they they love doing it no matter what but they're just not they don't have that extra push that extra hunger what would you what would you say to that person um well what's the reason behind it why do you want to do it it's like it all goes it all goes down to like to um reasoning and like why the why yeah it's like i want to do this because i i know like i want to create like something that's like brand humanist and i want I want people to see that, you know. You know, I'm doing this podcast because, you know, I want to be able to change the way people think. Fact. It's having that why in it. So, in other words, you're saying is that whenever you're starting something new, whenever you're getting into, a, you know, a new thing, a new hobby, a new passion, a new mm-hmm. love, always start with the why. Yeah, and that that's like the hard question. I feel like a lot of times we like try to like dodge and like not look at it, but like. It's gonna come honestly like me looking at like me asking myself why with this fashion thing has like been so helpful even though like it has been really uncomfortable because like yeah like at times like i'm not really sure if like what i'm saying to myself is like the actual real thing um but it's like nah like this is the real thing you know so it's all about what you make it so one last thing before we sign off for today um with all that you have succeeded and again you're not you're, you haven't begun to scratch the surface with all that you've done mm-hmm. your own show in soho your your you know your own showcase multiple fashion shows okay. closing stores meeting you know traveling the world even though it's been to just one spot but yeah. you know it's traveling the world to go see your clothes in other stores like japan Till this day, do you sort of, with all that you accomplished, do you sort of feel any bit of doubt? And if so, what is it that's sort of driving that doubt away? What is it that's, no, I'm, I'm doubt doesn't exist <laughs> in my mind. Well, nah, doubt definitely comes every now and then. But like, um, I just like think of like the good things that I've done and like look back at like how far I've can I've come. 
So that gives me the security that like, you know, this is going to continue. Amazing. Amazing. Guys, I've had the honor and the pleasure to sit down with Brian Jimenez from designer, uh, creative director, mastermind behind the designer brand, Brian Jimenez, um, coming to a stores near you. Uh, it's been such an honor, such a pleasure. I hope you guys enjoyed. Uh, hopefully we can have more conversations like this, um, you know, right after your fashion shows, your big fashion shows in Paris and Milan. We got, you know, put the cameras on and live stream throughout the world. Um, but yeah, guys, thank you so much for sitting. Uh, always, I'm always honored to um, have your ear for a couple of minutes. And hopefully you guys have learned that, you know, fashion is more than just clothes. Fashion is more than just, you know, people buying clothes. It's about it's about having that confidence, sort of having your own style, being able to describe who you are without having to say anything. Uh, knowing that there are people out there uh, just like you, not having to be self-conscious and afraid or doubtful. And whether it be any industry, like Brian said, find that why. Find that why. Why do you want to do it? Why is it that this feeling is in your heart? And how can you stay hungry and stay passionate and stay focused? Like the quote I read, five months of hard work and dedication puts you uh, a a year, uh, five years or whatever it is, a year uh, ahead of life so you know the person who's who's going to sleep at two o'clock in the morning like brian is hustling grinding you know while other people are sleeping he's making his dinner while everyone else is making breakfast that's how hard this man is working and that's how you know that should be an inspiration to all of us of how hard we should all be working in our passion whether it be for us whether it be for our future kids whether it be for our grandkids know that you should leave a legacy and know that the why that you did it for was worth it. Guys, thank you again so much for tuning in and listening to Paradisos. Uh, don't forget to check us out on Instagram. That's Paradisos Podcast. Twitter, Paradisos 101. And check out our website. That's Paradisos.world. And until next time, my beautiful people, God bless you all. Peace.